This episode is brought to you by the official coffee of the Chromecast podcast, Fresh Roasted Coffee, who we've partnered with to make a special edition Chrome Unboxed anniversary blend. Here at Chrome Unboxed, we're not just nerdy about Chromebooks, we're also coffee snobs. And look, we wasted a lot of time hand roasting coffee before we found Fresh Roasted Coffee, and we haven't looked back since. This coffee is roasted fresh to order, immediately packaged, nitrogen flushed and shipped directly to your door. And although we can't officially say that this Chrome Unbox Edition tastes any better than the normal anniversary blend, that is the word around town. But don't just take our word for it. Pick up a bag for yourself and let us know what you think. You can grab a bag over at chromeunbox.com forward slash coffee. Welcome to the Chromecast the official podcast from Chrome Unbox, where we unpack everything from hardware to software in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS so that you can be more informed on all the latest updates, changes, and devices. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Chromecast. My name is Joe Humphrey, and I am joined today by Gabriel Bringers. Good day. And Robbie Payne. Hey, what's up? So uh, we uh, we had something exciting happen right before we were gonna start rolling. Uh, we were Robbie and I got new phones. <laughs> Sorry, I had he, to say. He, Gabe, let me try the, uh, Gabe, the Gabe smoked pork carnita wow, style. No, this is you guys are so far. Yeah, off so here. we had, if we cut this short, we have pork simmering in carnita sauce downstairs. Yeah. Somebody, somebody, somebody online said uh, somebody had a question about coffee, and they said, "Ask the Chrome Unbox guys." Yeah, but, uh, yeah, that was cool. But it's also smoked meat. Uh, Gabe yes, and I are pork are, specifically. Uh, we are pork. Yeah. Gabe and I both enjoy uh, smoking meat, yes, so that's yeah. we're gonna have. Uh, yeah, yeah, and we did some. answer that. Uh, he was looking for a good subscription service because there's a lot out there, and make sure you do your research because I've gotten a couple that were <laughs> supposed to be garbage, really good, man. and it, they sent me bags of. I believe it was something they scraped out of an ashtray. Yummy bags of trash. Blue bottle, blue bottle coffee. If you're gonna order it, that's the way to go. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And they're awesome. It's yeah. pricey, but it's good. Uh, Four Barrel, the other place that we went to yeah. out in yeah. California, does a subscription service. Anywho, uh, the thing that I'm <laughs> talking about, uh, sitting on the desk over there, we uh, today uh, took took a shipment of our 100K plaque from YouTube. Yeah. So, pretty exciting. I mean, uh, for anybody new listening, uh, this was a big milestone for us that we've been Working towards for many, many years, uh, as we were just telling the uh, Jody, our UPS guy, um, you know, Robbie said, hey, do you mm. know what this is? And he was like, no. And Robbie was like, this is our 100K plaque for getting 100,000 subscribers. And he was like, oh, man, yeah. yeah. yeah if you <laughs> all awesome. don't have a UPS guy like Jody, yeah. then you should be jealous. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's awesome. awesome. Uh, but, you know, you were telling him, he was like, well, how long did it take you to do that? And Robbie was like, uh... <laughs> I don't know, six years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you know, most of that came once in, the ball uh, two started years. rolling. Yeah. yeah, that was yeah, the, thing. Think the last two 20, years. Twenty sixteen, we were at the very end of the year. We were excited about ten thousand. Yeah, 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 we had hit ten thousand subscribers, and we were very excited about that. So ninety percent in. So it took three years to yeah. get to that point yeah. from what I was doing, and then we obviously shifted gears well, and began to really. I mean, gosh, work we we it. launched the whole uh, giveaway campaign. I mean, what was that? Uh, we were at 80-something 80 thousand. 80 something. Yeah. <laughs> we, we hit that in, what, a month and a half, something like that? Yeah, it was like two months, yeah. I think, we yeah. did that. Good so, way. anywho, this is something that we've been uh, obviously working towards for a very long time. And YouTube is one of those things. It's uh, 
it's just a slow burn. It's a lot of uh, just consistency and putting out good content and just 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 churning along. And if you do that, <laughs> if you're putting out good stuff, eventually, you know, you're gonna you're gonna start getting the subscribers. And you see some of these YouTube channels that just blow up that right place at the right time, maybe. But I would say eighty percent of the other channels out there have been just grinding away and put even the ones that do quote unquote get lucky. Like I've, I've read some articles about Peter McKinnon uh, who does some kind of vloggy style stuff and does um, a lot of photography uh, and editing stuff. And so I've found him that way, but you know, he blew up. I mean, he has a couple million subscribers and he's only been doing it for a couple years, but I mean, he was putting out a video like every other day. And they were very, very well done. Like, he's a professional yeah. videographer. You know, like, it looks really, really good. So, it's like, for us, you know, we've just tweaked things over the years and just been churning and, and just trying to keep putting out good content. And uh, so, this was uh, this was a, a big deal for us. And I'm, I'm really excited that we've got <laughs> the... Uh, Gabe's very excited about it. He's over here yawning. <laughs> Robbie started it. Uh, it's, been, it's been a long week. Yeah, it has it been. Has. It has been. So, yeah. So, we're excited. So, check that out in uh, on the YouTube channel. We'll do an unboxing of that today. Just something fun. Uh, and in the next video, be on the lookout. We'll probably put it up on our little shelf that you we may, have. Yeah. You may see it here or there. Oh, it's going to be in videos. Or everywhere. Yeah, it's got to be in videos. <laughs> um, it's going to be holding it like a baby. Yeah. <laughs> While I unbox this Chromebook with one yeah, hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad it next, has a one hand Don't drop left. it. Don't drop so it. Next, next, goal, next goal is 250000 And I think that uh, hopefully that one will, will come sooner than later. But the next yeah. goal that we will hit, will, where we will actually get a new plaque, will be a million. So yeah, that'll be that'll be a huge deal. I mean, not that yeah. hundred thousand wasn't like didn't feel huge, but yeah. man, a yeah. million is that's a million. Insane. It's ten times. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> insane. <laughs> so uh, so one other quick thing before we get into this, we're going to talk about uh, some news around this uh, as we get going here. But Robbie said it's been a long week, and I thought it would be a, a prudent of us to mention why it's been a long week we launched a new website this week yeah. uh we told you guys about it if, if you all listened to the podcast last week we we told the podcast people before we told anyone else really yes i we guess did. we had told it's the youtube news. members yeah. maybe some uh, stuff yeah the youtube members yeah we had also. told them a little bit about what we were doing but we gave some good details on last week's podcast so if you didn't listen to that one go back and check that one out uh but yeah so we launched a new website called gamingunboxed.com and we are just ecstatic about this thing it's mm -hmm. it's awesome robbie did an amazing job with the website design it's it's a similar layout uh but the aesthetic is totally different it's all dark theme uh very gamey very kind of uh i get i get uh, some nvidia you know the green yeah, uh, definitely with the, that, with the that, like that, really it's dark a game, gray. it's a gamer site for sure yeah, yeah. So, uh, in, in our, our, you know, our partner on this, uh, Michael, who is, uh, is going to be kind of driving a lot of the traffic has, has just been crushing it already. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's just, really been knocking it out. He's, 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 he's uh, crushing it he, and he has a, he has a passion for this stuff. Uh, he's passionate about criminal West stuff too, but, but the gaming stuff he's really, uh, he's really focused in on and, and. If you all are at all interested, it's it's a different site. It's not Chrome oh, yeah. Unbox. It's a totally different site. There's going to be some cross promotion here and there. You know, when we're writing about things uh, that can kind of go on both sites. But in general, I mean, this is a separate and distinct site. I mean, it's it's under our same company, uh, so Unbox Media, and uh, 
we're we're just really excited about it. Yeah. It's, we've uh, all we all made a guest appearance already now. Yeah, uh, yeah. posting. And yeah, that, I finally I finally thing. got to write my Tony Hawk Pro Skater. There you go. Uh, article that I've been to figure out about. a way to like make it work. I was like, like I'm going to write this article. I was I like care. I am going to figure out a way to write about Tony Hawk's <laughs> yeah. Pro Skater coming. And that that speaks a lot to how excited and how great Michael is for this project too. Because I, I wrote my piece yesterday, and then I was sitting at home last night, and I was thinking. I really want to contribute on a weekly basis to this, but I feel out of my league when I read his stuff. Yeah, like, man. He knows his stuff, and he is super excited about this entire platform. Yeah, you know? and I think, so, I think that's probably the most important thing, because uh, over the that's years... That's how Chrome Unboxed. Right. Yeah, where exactly. It is. Yeah. That's what people always say. It's not so much that uh, we, we know more than anyone else, because we, we don't. No, um, we just you know we we try to learn, and we don't even fancy ourselves like traditional journalists. I mean, we're no. we're we're tech bloggers. Yeah, we're just people who are passionate about a certain thing, and and it. We've had multiple people comment to us in person and online that that's what comes through. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just glad you're passionate about this, and yeah, you may forget to talk about that or you left out that detail or whatever. But when people can sense that you're actually passionate about yeah. a, a a thing. Uh, that's what draws them um, to you to you know to to hear you talk about it, and so uh, Michael has that with with gaming. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean yeah. there's just no yeah. question about it. Like there's yeah, so many sure. things he knows about the space. It's funny, like we we talked about launching this, and we talked internally about it before we even reached out to Michael about this. <laughs> and I look at it now, and I'm like, I guess there's certain things that are just serendipitous, and they just work out. You know, things that just fall into place because you're, you know, Joe and I have talked about this before, but like. You, you set yourself up to take advantage of opportunity, you know, constantly putting yourself in those places. Yeah. And so you can look at it and be like, oh, it's fate. And Oh, that, eh. that worked out, you know. You know the but, more, but really, you've been in conversation with him in some form for, right, for you know, a couple of years yeah. or something. And so, you know, it, it just worked out that, that this happened. And so the interesting part, though, is like now looking back at it, I'm going, I don't think I fully grasped or <laughs> no, realized yeah, like... like what how the much potential work, was right yeah it, how much work would go into it and how um under um uh, <laughs> uh you uh, uh i'm trying to think equipped uh, under i was equipped, like what word is he gonna use here? i yeah, would yeah, be yeah, yeah. Um, yeah and and that we would be technically to try to talk about Push gaming this, yeah. even even oh, though we're, yeah. we're focused on you know like mobile gaming and stuff and i think yeah. we're plugged into the space but nowhere on the level that, that michael is and yeah. so uh now that he's kind of on board and and a part awesome, of this whole man. thing i'm just like so wow. awesome. I don't, I don't yeah. know what it would look like without him as a part yeah. of it. And that's what right. we want when, as we continue to expand. And whether, you know, we have new writers ever show up for Chrome Unboxed or we just spin off another niche type website. Like, that's how I know that we kind of want to, to grow is, yeah. is finding people that are passionate about something and, and let them run with that and let that passion be the thing that drives content. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for right now, you know, we're, 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 we're we want to work with people that are just self starters and they're just going and doing their thing. And that's exactly what Michael's done here. Like we obviously had the kind of central idea of, of mobile gaming, any gaming that you can take on the go with you or, you know, gaming outside of the console, you know, this isn't gaming that's, you know, constrained to a living room box in a, in a, in a console box, you know, this is getting unboxed and going, whether it's, you know, switch or stadia or any of these streaming, you know, game streaming services, mobile gaming, you know, iOS and, and, uh, uh, Android, you know, we had that central idea, but man, he just, he took it and run with, he, he has taken and ran with it. We're good at words. 
Oh boy, it's now, been we've a long already week. proven that that's not it's true. Been, it's been a long <laughs> week, but yeah, I, it, it, all that to say, it's just it's really exciting. Go check it out if you're interested in gaming at all. Uh, even if you're not super interested in gaming, if you like Chrome Unbox, go check it out just to uh, just to kind of see what we've done there. It's something that we're excited about, and we're putting in the same you know uh, uh, same amount of work into building that platform and, and, right. and building the social media channels. And we're already we kind of have a plan for a new podcast, and and then maybe a a kind of full-on YouTube channel in the future. And and so, yeah, we're just excited about it. So if you are if you like the stuff that we do, go check it out, gamingunbox.com. So let's go ahead and talk about the, the June Stadia release uh, since we're on the subject here. So uh, they said, how many games was it, 120 or something crazy? Oh, early in the year, yeah. yeah. I think it was 120 or 100. 200. Those two numbers are in my head. I can't remember which one it was. It was a lot of games. They by, said by that end I, of I seem to remember us saying like 10 a month. I saw yeah, 120 okay. seemed okay. right. So they, um, uh, Stadia came out and said that they were going to be putting out these uh, new games for pro users, right? So these are these are games that if you're a pro user, you're a paid subscriber to Stadia. Right. You get for free to, right. to claim and play. Everyone else can buy it and play it. Sure. But uh, so anyone on base, yeah, can just can just play it. But part of your subscription includes these games. So uh, this this month they've come out or going in June. I I, right, right. I should correct myself. So in June they're putting out how many six six yeah. yeah. So their announcement said five. Uh, it's it's going to be six by the end of June. So there's one that's holding out till June sixteenth. Uh, because that's when the game is releasing on Stadia. And so they're going to release the game on Stadia and give it to pro members for free. So uh, they're, that's they're, cool. Yeah, they're continuing yeah. Uh, additions to the pro library are what's keeping me on pro. Uh, and it, for me, it's, it's even more of a, uh, I'll play that sometime, you know, kind, yeah. of, kind of mentality. Yeah. Like, and I've hopped in and played a couple things, but you know, there there are a lot of games that have been on Pro that require a ton of time, um, and and that's part of the reason we started gaming unboxed, and part of the reason that you know we're we're even having those discussions is because the older you get, the more stuff you have going on, it's it's more difficult to invest that kind of time into games. And as much as I want to, I look at like Metro Exodus and think I would love to just dive into turn that, turn off everything, yeah. and just play this yeah. for a long time. Like this would be awesome. It's just not reality for me right now. Um, but I don't know that, you know, I wouldn't be able to carve out that time at some point. Uh, but if some more of these uh, games come out that are things that I think I could kind of play along with my kids or that, like my wife's not a big video game person. So, you know, like there's certain games that she could at least get into enough that she would be interested in. Like I, I reference Zelda um, Breath of the Wild constantly because... We like experienced that game as a family. It was so interesting. And because of that, it was so much easier to allow ourselves to spend lots of time playing. Yeah, it. sure. Yeah. There's just not a lot of games right now that I would feel comfortable doing that with, with family because they're either right. super dark or they're gruesome or they're, you know, it's, I don't want my kids sitting there watching this stuff. Like I barely would watch television shows about these things, but there are some on this list. I think that might change some of that. Uh, and one of those for me is, is going to be super hot. Um, I'm so, so excited yeah, that this, this game is a coming out on stadia and B going to be free. Uh, I own it already on, um, on, uh, steam. steam and usually that game was one that like when crouton was a thing, 
uh, it still is a thing. But when that was the only way to get Linux on a, a, a Chromebook, it was one that I used a lot to see like, oh, let's see how the GPU is working and let's uh, see how this is working. So I've played through the first, I don't know, five, six levels of Superhot a lot. And then, you know, either I'm changing to a different Chromebook or doing something with Linux or whatever and moving on and never really getting to just keep continuing to gameplay on that game. So I'm excited now that, you know, I could at 1130 or something be like, oh, yeah. I'm going to play a level real quick and yeah, grab yeah. my Stadia controller or my mouse and keyboard and just fire it up on my Chromebook sure. and, and play a level and then move on uh, or play it at home on the TV because it's if you've the never seen it, of it are oh, it's so fun. Yeah. I remember when you showed me that game. It's been is it the one where it's you're old. at the old co-working space? Probably. Yeah, can you been, can you oh, pause man. in space? And yeah. So like, when you stop moving, times everything else pauses. Right. Yeah. It's, well, it it, it it like one percent speed. Yeah. So things it, are still barely moving. But if you moving. turn or look, it's every movement changes. So you're the you're speed. essentially you can pause to evaluate. Kind right. of what's going on, right. and then plan your next movement. Right. But as soon as you start moving again, which for me means I'm about speed. to see the bullet that's going to hit me right in the face. <laughs> right. I'm not that good at it, but it is yeah. a the, it's cool. just the physics in the game are incredible. Yeah, it looks, it looks amazing. And so, like, I've never gotten far enough into it to to mess with. Like, you end up having swords, and um, I have gotten to do like there. There's a fun move. Like, if you run out of bullets in your gun, your last thing you can actually throw the gun at the enemy. <laughs> Um, but everything's polygons. Like PUBG. there's no, there's no blood. Yeah, right. <laughs> you should be able to throw all inventory in PUBG. Yeah. Like, uh, hey, you need this scope? Yeah, I'm downstairs. Ah. Just chuck it out the window. I'd yeah. love to be able to throw stuff. So if anybody's listening, that will allow us to throw. Or, or inventory. those times where you land on the roof and there's 50 people around you and you don't have anything in your inventory but a bullet loop. Can yeah, I let me throw it at least be able to throw it or at your them. or a pan. You know? Or, or a pan. Hey, you know what? Pan. If you could throw stuff, I would carry around gas cans. Oh, chuck, it up chuck, chuck it up air, get shoot it shoot it <laughs> <laughs> anyway i digress uh, uh, um <laughs> i don't remember what i was gonna say something about super, super hot, hot stove super it's hot. cool yeah. what um, else we got <laughs> let's see so other than that like some of these other games aren't i don't know that they're going to be games that there was one on the list there that uh michael a, had written about already yeah this one's huge uh elder scrolls yes, online elder scroll yeah. more yeah so it comes out on Stadia. This is the one that's coming out mid June, so June sixteenth. Uh, but when it does launch, it's it's available for um, uh, Stadia Pro people to use. And, and it's launching cr- cross platform that same day. Like, is um, it getting launched out on Xbox and PlayStation and I'm stuff? I'm going to show my day? ignorance here, so yeah. we can highlight what we talked about earlier. Yeah, exactly. I'm yeah. Out of my league a little bit. Do yeah. you want it to launch on the same day? I th- I, I think that would be interesting. Okay, I mean, let's if do it's that. I don't I know. don't know that it's launching on other platforms or if it's already available and it's just coming. Coming. To I'm not, yeah. I'd have to go read Michael's article. I hope that's see. what they end up doing with um, Tony Hawk. <laughs> my guess is it's probably out on other. Um, yeah. Other. Well, I don't know. Since it has a launch date, I don't know. Um, I'd have to go look at that up. But May 18th for PC, June 2nd for PS4 and Xbox One. Okay. And so when for yeah. Stadia? June 16th. So I mean, yeah, that's, yeah, that's all the same launch window. It's just a couple weeks apart. That's dumb. Um, okay, and I cool. haven't looked into crossplay, so I'm not not sure. Yeah, um, but still, and that that's not awesome. my like right. jam. That's, that's not my we, kind of game. Um, that's but why we got it Michael. looks amazing. <laughs> it does look great. Yeah, um, this, the graphics on it are really like I interesting. I don't get into a whole lot of um, like fantasy stuff like that, and kings and you know knights and yeah. swords and wizards. Uh, but I, I like I love Lord of the Rings. Um, I think Lord of the Rings is pretty awesome. So, and this looks more in that vein um, yeah. of not being like crazy out of control 
fantastic. Um, right. So I don't know. I may mess with may it for a little bit. Give it a, give yeah. it a try. I mean, it's free. Why Again, not? Yeah, that's yeah. The, that's, that's the beauty the, of that's this. That's the kicker here. Stuff yeah. just shows up, and you're like, I don't know. I'll try yeah. it. Why not? I mean, it's a game subscription. Yeah, I mean, touring test. Touring test looked really cool. I played it for a little bit. It's not something that I would sit and spend a lot of time on, but it's a really dope game. Yeah, it looks yeah. great. It um, plays really well. Let's, uh, talk, let's talk about the game Robbie's really interested in, uh, PGA Pro Tour. Oh, yeah. Uh, that won't be till August. <laughs> God, I can't wait. Tony Hawk is until September, man. It's um, You don't even know it's coming on Stadia. This is coming on Stadia. I know, I know. Ugh. I get to be excited can't about wait. my game. Can't wait. Yeah, that's going to be. Just we're gonna insane. we're gonna be we're gonna be playing some some I, golf in the office for I sure. I firmly believe like it will. I don't want to say it's going to like oh. replace PUBG time, but it could be fun. There could, could be, be days really where fun. like, hey, bring your controller. Hey, let's, like, let's all hop in. A, let's go. Let's go play a quick nine. You know? Yeah. Because it. Oh my gosh, I miss. <laughs> You're gonna have to buy a controller, Joe. Yeah, I know, man. <laughs> I do. I miss, I miss the days of Tiger Woods golf, and it's funny. Yes. Like I thought maybe like the because i kind of got out of gaming after after that period and so i thought well maybe they released a bunch of pga tour no nope. no but it just nope. the whole franchise just, just disappeared stopped. Yeah. they did one with uh mcelroy rory mcelroy i think like 2015 i think but that's been it and it didn't do well and they tried to change stuff and so again we don't know yeah. for sure that they're going to bring back all like the tiger all the cool stuff, it sure does man, look like it. i hope so the because graphics. there was something about that the, the early 2000s there was something intangible about that game just and the everybody time invested it. into it and the the way you could build your characters the, and the, the gameplay the controller flicks yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember, do you remember some of the uh, the uh, uh crazy like fantasy courses yeah oh yeah they're so hard crazy and i still remember being able to shoot in the 50s on them yeah we'd get on there and you get 110 percent on your hit and you could stick one yeah i mean it was yeah yeah, it was nuts it wasn't am i gonna get a hole in one it was how many holes in one am i gonna get on pebble (laughs) Pebble beach this week is exactly (laughs) yeah so a little leisurely obviously than not realistic because we had somebody joined us for some gaming at some point i don't remember if it was somebody visiting or something and just remember thinking probably just like what the why are these guys guys so good at the freaks (laughs) yeah Yeah. it was it was ridiculous but it was super fun um that that some of the other titles uh for stadia get packed um i'm gonna trust michael what what is that he owned it already Mm -hmm. um and he said it's a lot of fun what's what's the premise of that um are you moving get ready for hilarious hijinks and get packed this zany cooperative competitive game challenges you and your friends in a race to avoid wacky hazards as you struggle to relocate furniture and possessions in the face of overwhelming odds. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Graphics look kind of fun. Yeah. Again, that's one of those ones I'm like, ooh, you know, this the Play kids the might kids. like be like really yeah. into this and stuff. So I'm hoping that we find a couple games that the kids would be super interested in and give me a reason to go buy a couple more Stadia controllers. Yeah. To to treat this more like sure. a console at home. Uh, sure. Right now getting yeah, it's them like he needs a reason to buy know, right? <laughs> Come on. Right now getting them out of Fortnite basically is almost yeah, impossible. Um, yeah, sure. There's and, and, and man, Epic is so good. It just continually mm-hmm. like, oh, here's the new next thing that's coming. Like they are just so yeah, uh, they, in the zone there. They've they've got my child discovered Candy Crush last week and I'm like <laughs> Honey. So just no. no. Um, <laughs> let's see. Little Nightmares is another one, um, which looks <sighs> insanely creepy. I think I think I'm interested though. Like I tried Guilt. Guilt was okay, uh, but this looks interesting. I, I've seen the trailer for it. I like it. It's apparently been out on some stuff. So Power Ranger Rangers <laughs> Battle for the Grid. I was like, what is this? It's like a Capcom versus Marvel kind of game. Like oh, it's really, game. yeah, combo so like, system. They oh, have dang, esports cool. stuff around it like already. This, mm-hmm. like, yeah, 
it'll probably do really well. It looks fun. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, like Samurai Showdown was okay. I didn't care for its particular combat system. I yeah. just, yeah. it was a little generic to me. Um, some people love that game. Um, I like combo systems and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, I mean. And so, I mean, we talked about that, I think, last week with yeah. the whole Killer Instinct thing. Yeah. Like, I just I get into that stuff. This game has that. Has all that, I yeah. don't Not that sort of combo system, but there's some systems in it. So, again, free. So Yeah, might as well try Give it. it a try. And it's Power Rangers, so you're not going to have to worry about playing in the living room and your kid's walking in and somebody yeah. dismembering or piercing someone's heart in front of your kid. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I mean, it, as, as Gabe's wife Mortal said, it's uh, uh, an anatomically correct heart. Look at that. And they pulled his heart out, and it's anatomically correct. <laughs> Look at there. And then finally, there's Panzer Dragoon, which is an old game I remember people liking on maybe like Nintendo 64 or something. And it's an old Nintendo game. But you fly a dragon. It's kind of a, uh, what was the, uh, uh, oh my gosh, why can't I remember? The Fox uh, Nintendo 64 game. Uh, oh, um, uh, yeah, Sky, Sky Fox, Sky something. F- yeah, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, we all we, we know Star what you're Fox. talking about Star Fox. Star Fox. Yeah, um, it's that style game. You're behind the plane, third yeah. person plane, but except you're on a dragon, uh, targeting and stuff, and right. you can look around and do all those things. So, um, yeah, it looks uh, it, it looks kind of cool, and it's another one that I'm like, I don't know, the kids might be really into it. It's on Switch already too. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so I a mean, nice the, a nice smattering yeah. of games that. Again, I would never go buy most of these. Super hot, maybe. Um, the rest of them, I'm, I'm not going to go buy. I'm just not going to. But the fact that they're here, I'm like, yeah, like, A, it keeps me around as a pro subscriber, and B, it means I might actually try them. So yeah. uh, it's a win-win, I they think. Just, uh, I mean, we've we've wrote about it on Chrome Unboxed, and obviously the, the conversation is, is going on on Gaming Unboxed as well, but... They just just need to keep cranking out titles, yep. get get more people playing on the platform. That's uh, it's not. <laughs> I mean, they they. Uh, I think I think I think base rolling out. I well, the, the initial launch was so weird, and uh, you know, took yeah, whatever. It, it was weird, and so it's just going to take time. I think sure, I it's mean, going to take time that, for any people platform, to get just acquainted the, with it, and yeah, like you said keeping you around enough to try some games and maybe yeah. you find something that you really like or something that the family really likes. So it's, it's cool. It's yeah. cool. I'm still waiting for that. I think the, the golf game might be, I was hoping PUBG would be it for me, but it's, um, just, it's, it's so different. Yeah. It's um, so different. That, that game only caused me to launch a new website. That's, that's what happened there. I played it for a few minutes and realized, oh, yeah. I think I like mobile games, and I, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Oh, what does that mean? Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe we should launch a website. And so, yep. So that's what happened and, with PUBG. So and, good for that, and, but it's not great to play. Um, and we also learned, too, I'm going to write this up, I think, and put it on the website just so people know. Um, when you are logged into PUBG on Stadia and playing with mouse and keyboard, you only play against mouse and keyboard players on Stadia. Um, we were loading in on Chromebooks and like, why is it taking like forever a match? Like what is going on? And we've like, I've come across that fact. Like you play with a controller, cross play gets enabled. You match up immediately. If you can, you know, play that kind of game with a controller. A lot of people do. I'm just, I'm terrible at it. Um, I'm hoping that super hot because of, it gives you time to kind of adjust. It's not a matter of like split second uh, timing and aiming. Um, over time of playing super hot, my abilities and you know my brain might kind of rewire a little bit around right. the controller. Right. It might make me better at PUBG with yeah. a controller, and I would be down for that because PUBG looks amazing on Stadia, um, and it's fun and it's I think it's way more gritty and visceral 
uh, playing it there because it's just so much more competitive. Not seeing anything on the map, not knowing no, where anything's coming hear, from. You just hear stuff and it's like, oh god, oh man, where do I need to go here? Get me. Yeah, yeah, um, it's, it's crazy. But um, yeah, I, I'm hoping that will translate over. But yeah, the fact that when you play keyboard or mouse, you're not being matched with uh, PC players. Uh, you are just in Stadia land, and it gives you a clear indication of how few people are. Yeah. actually playing yeah. on Stadia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so that, that yeah. only gets fixed with more games in time. S- somebody, I can't remember if it was 9 to 5 or The Verge or somebody wrote, uh, Stadia is a lonely place. <laughs> right is. now I it mean, is, for sure. And that's why like, cross-play is going to be so important Oh yeah, um, for them moving forward. Because if, if somebody who owns a nice library of Xbox games, for instance, can start to use Stadia, especially because, I mean... Everybody thought Microsoft's xCloud thing was going to be launched by now. Like, it would be out. They're obviously still not... They haven't figured it out. Meanwhile, Stadia's already got all this data on all these players now. And it's more solid than it was when it launched. Yep. And while it's not perfect yet, you know, it's really, really good. good. It's Especially good. on the... For whatever reason, like, the difference between the uh, Chromecast and the, the browser. Like, the Chromecast is so solid. That's the, it's, 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 it's basically the only way I play now. And that's, the house. that's like, I love so good. mouse and keyboard, but I'm like, I want to play on my Chromecast because the, the controller Chromecast internet hookup is They've, solid. It's synced Gosh, up. it's good. Just perfect. Yeah. Like I love my grid racing game. I'll hop in and just do a, do a couple uh, races here and there. Um, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, Stadia is, uh, Stadia is still a lonely place right now, but I think more titles, cross play stuff and just time. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so let's talk, let's talk one other quick thing before we take a break here. Um, and this is a resource that we've kind of talked about putting together, uh, but you finally wrote it up. And I think you, you partially wrote this up just for your own sake to get everything all in one place. Yeah. Cause we can't keep track of it, <laughs> but we now have a post on the website that is in as all encompassing encompassing as we can get uh, a yeah. list of all the boards and uh, devices that we are tracking currently. Yeah. And this is going to be a place where we are going to update this post. And I guess when we re update it and you, if it's, um, you know, July, 2020 and you re update that, will it, will it go out again on we can discover send it and yeah, stuff? Yeah. We can send it. It'll, it'll, It'll it should show back up in fresh news, but we, it. I think but, as we update it, we send it back out to our readers. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. You know. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. The thing is, I mean, just book bookmark it if you're interested in this sort yeah. of stuff, and you wanna you wanna know what's happening with the boards and whatnot. Uh, are you did. I, I can't remember. Did you link to your like anyone that we had wrote about? You linked to articles where we were talking about. So like, we'll update those as we update articles. Is that kind of your thought there? Yeah. So if it's like. A, something new and cool that we learn about a particular board, I would go back to this post and, and update that update link okay. so that it's, you're seeing yeah, the latest, the latest well, version. Yeah, yeah. Well that, and if we, you know, like with some devices, we end up having multiple articles because we find out new features. We can go back to that page and link a actual search result to that. Right. right. So you get right. to, you can have see, all see of the multiple. articles yep. In, yep. One, in one. Yeah. Yep. So I kind of broke this thing down and said, Hey, like here's the main Unibill baseboards that these other boards are coming off of. Here's what we know about the baseboard roughly. 
And then here are the baseboards, uh, the overlays that we're, we're seeing from that. I just went through and counted. It's over 40 yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, and we just found <laughs> why, some more. Why couldn't you keep track of that in your head, right. bro? I mean, um, what's crazy is like, as I was writing it, I didn't have to research too much yeah. um, to remember like which ones went where. Um, cause we, you know, we do keep this stuff in front of us. We have, a lot. we have, we have so much information floating around. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's kind of insane, but like the particulars of it, it's kind of tough. And honestly, what, what I wanted this for, for myself and for those people that really get interested in all these upcoming devices is that you can have kind of a place to go and look and see and say, okay, um, now, how many of those are coming that are ARM or how many of those are coming? I remember you saying something about hatch boards like here. Right. And so now we kind of have a, a post that we can just go send people to and just go, you know, go check that post out. It stays updated. Um, as we find new boards, we're going to add them uh, to that post. And as and the ones that we know, like where we've, we're tracking a board that goes with a, I, I, the ones that have launched already, for instance, like Kukui as a unibuild has already spawned two boards that have become products that we have right. in our hands. So the Lenovo 10e is uh, exactly. the Kodama, yeah. and the duet that's in front of me is Crane. So I've got those in parentheses. I put them in the list, but they're in parentheses, and it shows you what the device is. So right. again, this is going to be a reference kind of tool for people um, to kind of keep up with this stuff. And and so that, too, for us, that if we want to reference back to it, like in other articles, we're like, hey, there's a ton of there's a ton of baseboards, blah, blah, blah. Instead of it being like, go search our website and go try to find all this stuff, like, here's a place where they all are. Um, and then we'll, you know, probably this time next year, do another one of these and, yeah. and see what we're tracking. Because last year, we had just, at this point, we had just started tracking Hatch. Mm-hmm. Like, we just came across Hatch, and we're like, hey, this is, we thought Hatch was going to be look, one device. Look at all this cool you know? stuff it's going to do. Oh, it's a whole family. Yeah, and and there's more, there are more Hatch devices showing up still. So it's not like um, mm-hmm. that, that Hatch is done and we're moving on, but we do have, like, Voltier, which is, you know, your 10th gen, or 11th gen, 10 nanometer Tiger Lake chip. Voltier is going to basically be the hatch that was last year. So sure. we're going to so see we'll development see towards the end of the year yeah. and then it'll emerge beginning of the year. year. We'll see a handful and then they'll trickle out. Yeah, But the unlike goes. the way things used to be where you had one sort of one family of Intel core and then you had your atom line that we're seeing because you've got, we have, uh, there's Jasper Lake. There's, mm-hmm. we saw a couple of whiskey Lake. Who was the, the Dell Dells were whiskey. Lakes. Dell enterprise Chromebooks. Alder Lake. There, I mean, there's pretty much if Intel's making a chip, they're trying to put it in a Chromebook. It's it's pretty. Yeah, crazy. and I don't think I even put that Alder Lake chip on there. What was the name of that baseboard? I don't remember. I don't. Well, I don't know that we have a baseboard for yet. For no, it. we, just, we just, just saw support it. for the the and processor. That's, so that's a brand new processor that's you know being worked on for Windows devices too. Like they're right on top of this stuff now, so it's not a matter of. Oh, well, Windows has had that for a year. Now Chromebooks will start getting developed. Like it's just in tandem. Yeah. You know, they're yeah. side by side. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So this is, I think, going to be a good resource for people who are interested in this stuff and like geeking out about this and tracking things. And I think it's a, uh, um, I think it's going to be a cool, cool place that that someone can just bookmark if they're interested in it and come back to it. But then, like we were saying, we'll update it. And mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I think we can just update it periodically. But then maybe put out a post every quarter or whatever that's like you know boards we're tracking right now june 2020 or whatever yeah um, so uh so yeah cool cool resource and yeah robbie <laughs> robbie went through and 
man spent, God, the, whole, spent God, the whole morning yeah, on that he, one yeah uh, he uh, he went he went down a rabbit hole yeah it was going to be just a quick like here's a list and just so you know that there's a bunch and yeah. it's like well maybe if i divide it this way and, oh, oh well, and then i gotta I'll link a, all this stuff and then, and then i'll uh, do a quick little paragraph for each <laughs> right. and then next thing it was a whole morning project but i'm glad it's there now um i think it'll be useful so yeah so uh folks we're going to take a quick break and come back and we have some very important news to talk about some Chrome OS 83 news. So we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. This podcast is brought to you by NordVPN. We recommend the service and we use NordVPN because they keep your browsing secure and private on any device. Whether you're using a Chromebook, an Android device, a Mac, an iPhone, or a Windows device, NordVPN is going to protect your browsing. They also have 24-7 customer support in case you ever have any issues, and they offer a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you want to learn more and maybe give it a try, head over to chromeunbox.com forward slash Nord, N-O-R-D. Alrighty, welcome back everybody. Uh, so as promised, we are going to dig into some Chrome OS news here. And uh, if you haven't heard already, Chrome OS 83 is out for everyone. Yeah, uh, technically, yeah. I mean, you you may not have the update yet, but I think technically it's being pushed to all devices. It's not. They've gotten a lot better at that. They used to do like, oh, it was Pixelbook only, or it was only for these yeah. this chipset. But generally, when they push it, it's it's for everybody. Yeah. So, Gabe, you wrote about this uh, this week. So, fill the folks in. What what do we got? What do we got going in this new version of Chrome yeah, OS? Yeah, there's a lot, and there's still stuff that we're uh, we're uncovering that wasn't actually officially announced. Someone actually commented that uh, USB support is now there for Linux in '83, which is cool because ah. I, I think I think to access USB devices prior to '83, you had to flip a flag or something like that. So that's yeah. great for developers if you or people trying to edit video or stuff if you can access USB. USB devices, and that gives me a reason to buy an external GPU. So that's going to be a charge you guys are going to see. Um, anyway, so yeah, a lot of stuff. A lot of it we've 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 known about. wasn't sh- We weren't sure if it was going to be here in '83 or not. Uh, the virtual desk naming is kind of cool. I don't think we really actually knew that was I happening. I didn't know that was going to be a thing. Yeah, uh, if it was in the repository, probably would have just overlooked it. Uh, but you, when you swipe up and you add a new desktop, a virtual desktop, which is really cool, you can now name those desktops. And I found out this morning that you can save those. Well, you can't save them. They're just saved. So I had powered my device off earlier because Android apps were being wonky. And when I turned it back on, I swiped up and my two desks were still there and they were still labeled what I had labeled them, which is pretty cool. So, yeah, I mean, I think it'll help organizationally and, and, and unless Google decides, and we were talking about this this morning, I don't foresee them doing this, but unless Google decides to, you know, allow certain apps or PWAs or whatever on startup to, yeah. to launch. Um, that's a helpful thing. I just don't know if it's going to be like, slow. oh, this is game changing. Yeah, because the news came out this down. week that they're doing that for Windows. They're going to allow PWAs to start. So when, like anyone who's used Windows knows they have that startup feature. Right. You, so you can set- whatever apps you put in there, they fire up when you start it. Well, you're going to be able to do that with PWAs now. Again, I'm, I'm with Robbie. I don't know that Google's going to do that for Chrome OS. I, they could. I just don't. Yeah, with them touting speed and and boot yeah, time, it detracts. All the time. Yeah, it detracts from the cleanliness of Chrome OS when you yeah. have stuff that's just firing. But anyway, but so. I mean, they can always do it and add it as an option. Yeah, say hey, this could hurt your startup time, but 
you know, I don't know. You but as far if you want, yeah, yeah, but right. as far as workflow is concerned, if you work out of virtual desks on a daily basis and you you have to redo your desks <laughs> every morning, every that's time, a, yeah. that's annoying. Now well, create them and they're there. And the the conversation too we had earlier was well, you know, ultimately I don't know how often I turn my Chromebook off. You know, every once in a while I let it run out of battery. Uh, but usually I don't turn it off. Yeah, I close yeah. it and I take it home. I did I, today, but that was just because it was right because there was something crazy. going crazy. Yeah, but so. I mean, ultimately you don't end up turning it off that often. So um, you know, as long as the virtual desk sessions aren't crashing and they're you know remaining open and stuff, then I, maybe eighty ninety percent of the time I'm never going to deal with having to reset them up anyway. So, that, but that, I could see in like a workspace situation where maybe maybe you have a Chromebox at work, right? And you power it off at night. You don't want the fans running and stuff while you're away. I, I mean, it's or, a good, it's a good feature to have. Or for devices, places where they're using multiple devices across multiple people, and mm-hmm. you're you're logging into your session. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, it'd be nice to be able to set those up as like, hey, when I'm when I log in. Here's what I want to see. I want to see three desktops. Doesn't matter. Yeah, which this device I'm on. Player yeah. over here, and I want you know that would be really cool. Yeah. But I I would say that's that's not near. Yeah. I like <laughs> the guessing. idea though because I, I set mine up yesterday with Chrome Unboxed and Gaming Unboxed, and because you know we're going to contribute when we can to Gaming Unboxed, but there's still administrative stuff and things that we that we do with it and social and all that, and being able to keep those in separate spaces is yeah. very handy. That way, you guys aren't seeing our chrome unbox posts on gaming unboxed or whatever right. so um anyway what, what were we talking about <laughs> what oh, else chrome, so yeah what what else? <laughs> uh, so view password that's there uh, we we started tracking that finally back, yeah back in february so it developed really quick and now it's there so when you're typing your password or your and it works for pinlock too there's a view a little eyeball you can click so you can see your password and if you have a convoluted crazy password yeah. then that's very helpful Guilty. which is on like every other uh, Google login thing yeah so like <laughs> I makes mean, sense that it's you just kind too. of expect most login things nowadays you have that so you kind of expect it to be there uh, another big one is the assistant is actually useful on a Chromebook now we, no offense <laughs> we, I don't like, ever use it yeah we ch- I remember last week we sat here and no. tried to launch a I think it was a spreadsheet or something and well, it, well, it just wasn't working i remember i wrote an article gosh yeah maybe a, google a year ago it. yeah like, hey, you can yeah. now open up your documents yeah and it's like cool i, I think you <laughs> can like, yeah we can and the, we, we were maybe like you can I, I it was working on the slate but it wasn't working yeah. on yours and it, it was like we had the ti- we had the title of the document exactly the same we're trying to open it up yeah and, yeah. and, it, and it's still yeah. hit or miss but there's talk of launching your stadia games with the assistant which i still haven't been able to do that either so i don't know how that works no but that'd be cool I mean, is it a is it a Chromecast controller thing right now? Oh, maybe. Um, I, I don't, I'm yeah. not trying to. Maybe you could do that. Anyways, they've added some things. the The main thing they added was media sessions, so you can say "Okay, G," and you can pause, play, f- track forward, and stuff with your music that's playing. But they have actually added a dedicated "Discover Your Assistant" on Chromebook section to the support page, and there's a link to it in the article. But it just tells you pretty much. All of the things that you can do. The thing that I found useful is, and I don't know if it's new or not, but I was able to set a reminder with my Chromebook yesterday using the assistant. I feel like that's been a thing. It maybe? may have. I've never done it. Because but. a lot of times on the, well, I'm trying to think of, I don't know that I've, I've, I've I normally am only setting. Reminders uh, for like a home, like a, a, right. a smart speaker, a nest thing. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So I, I did it yesterday, and it was great because I, I set the remind. And again, if it's not new, I'm sorry. You, you can comment and tell me I'm stupid, but 
I set a reminder and I was sitting at my desk and I wanted the reminder in front of me invisible. So I set it on my Chromebook. It, of course it comes up on all of your connected devices, but it popped up on my Chromebook and I was like, Oh, Hey, I got to run to Coles and drop some off. So yeah. Uh, you can check out that list. There's quite a few things you can do with the assistant. And yeah, and I, like we were we were just talking. I mean, some of these will get their own little spinoff articles yeah. uh, as we as we dig into them. More yeah, and figure we're out we're what's digging in. There's a there's a lot of stuff in this release because 82 was skipped technically, so it kind of contains two release releases right. worth of stuff. And uh, some of it's just up- updated stuff. Some of it's stuff that we've written about for quite a while. Uh, tab groups are there. But they're not. It's weird. In the official announcement on the support forum, they said tab groups was there. I tested it. It was there. And then someone pointed out that it's there behind a flag. And I realized I still had the flag turned on. So, yes, mm. tab groups are there. If you want them, you have to go to flags and turn them on. But that just allows you well, to create groups, add custom colors to each tab group, and then name each tab group. And and didn't we discover they can collapse down? Didn't you figure that's that out? That's a canary right yeah, now. Because that will be the game changer yes. for me. Like having them all grouped and color coded is cool, but I guess like visually you could just see what ones you need to click on, but being able to collapse them down into their groups, that will be sick. That's where I might start actually using it. And I'll be honest, I, I, with the way that they're going and the popularity of, uh, customizable tabs, cause I had one of the Linux browsers I had done an article on a while back, um, Vivaldi, it's completely customizable. You right. can even drag and drop elements on the pages and stuff, but I wouldn't be surprised cuz I think at one point in time Chrome did this, but then they did away with it. I th- I I foresee customizable tab layouts coming back, like left side, right side, all that stuff. Oh, cuz yeah. people like it. People like it on all the other browsers and I mean, I honestly I would like for the what you see on the 10E and I haven't even tested this yet to see if in 83 that new uh, the new tab strip for web mm-hmm. layout that the uh, that the Tenny and the Duet shipped with, if it's a thing already on it, it was supposed to come in '83. I haven't even looked. Right. Yeah. Um, I wish you could turn that I on all to, the time. I need to check. Yeah. I mean, I wish I could do that and use tab groups in that sort of thing because I love the cleanliness of the way it looks. Yeah. I like the fact that the browser is my full window yeah. and I bring my tabs into view when I need yeah. them. I, I that's me. Some people would hate that, but. I make it an option. option. Yeah. yeah. I love the option sure. to like flip yeah. on, you know, web view, tab and, strip, and or something they called. need to add. And it wouldn't be a big, a big fix right now. You can, you can right click on a specific page, the tab of the page, not the tab group. So you can click on a tab and send that tab to your other desk. They need to add that ability for groups. For groups, yeah. I, yeah, I need to like, be able to open a bunch of things for this specific task and then send that entire group right. to desk two. It's not there yet, but I, I'm sure someone's thought of it. If you haven't, now you have, and you need to fix it. <laughs> yeah. So there we go. Yeah. You should write uh, an article the, about that. Yeah. The other big one, uh, while Robbie's tinkering with his do. What are you, he's not doing anything. Uh, <laughs> I thought he was testing out tab strips, but he's not. No. Um, no. So the fa- uh, he's on Facebook. They're, they're calling it Google <laughs> for family. Yeah, they're calling it Google for families on Chromebooks. It, it, it's all part of Family Link. Uh, it is not integrated into the Android Family Link app yet. It needs to be. But uh, a few weeks ago, they rolled out a handful of extensions and apps for all these kids that were homeschooling because they needed access to like Hangouts and Zoom and stuff like that. And you can't do that on a managed device on a on a Family Link device. You cannot install extensions, things like that. You can't even if you go to the web store. It's, it says you can't. 
So they gave access to this handful of them. And then when a kid tries to install it, they're prompted to ask their parent. And then the parent has to type in their password. Super simple. Same way Family Link works. Um, now they've opened the entire web store. So you can just, you can go there and it does the same thing. So, but my thing is, is they need to get this integrated into Family Link because, you know, a lot of times my daughter will be on the tablet and she'll try to install something. And if my wife's busy or doing something or whatever, I get a notification on my phone and I can look at what she's doing and prove it or deny it or whatever. So it just needs to be part of, part of that to make it really, really useful. So I'm totally ignorant on this because obviously I don't have children, but so it's an app. So the like, and I know there was like the whole family link stuff. Did it kind of change? I remember there was stuff. Fam- on like, yeah. Family link used to be Android only. Right. So it was for Android stuff. Then supervised users was okay. for Chromebooks. Supervised users went away. Family and link took that its place. It. So okay. now when you enroll a Chromebook for a kid, you can use family link and that allows you to set through the Android app. Like on your the, phone. Yeah. So yeah. on my phone right now and they, they've, uh, they've, it's beefy. I mean, to be completely free, I can set limits on specific applications. I can set limits on, uh, total time limits. I can like we have our set for a certain time at night, and a little pop up comes yeah. up and it says, "Hey, bedtime's in an hour. Nice. Time to that way our kids aren't on on the tablet right up until they go to bed." Right. Oh, uh, that's dope. But you can set different time limits for each day. You can I can get on there and lock her tablet right now if I want to. Mm-hmm. Which right. Is fun. I love doing that. <laughs> uh, but you can add bonus time. You know, if they're in the middle of doing something, they need some extra time or whatever. Oh, cool. uh, yeah, that's um, constant for me. Yeah, but the, but <laughs> it all, always adding bonus time. Is it really bonus? Well, they still have to come ask. <laughs> yeah, they do have to ask. Be like, uh, oh, no. so you just want the power? Yeah, I'm aggravated <laughs> yeah, with pretty you. Much. You give no, you give like, them the bonus yeah. time. Since, but you just want honestly, the power. Before, no, we never gave it on the weekdays. <laughs> yeah. But since quarantine, homeschooling, quarantine, yeah. Quarantine, yeah, yeah, and now I mean, summertime. Honestly, here. when when they were homeschooling, like the days she had school and stuff, like sure. we yeah, held, we held that, tight to yeah, it. But now it's like here's another thirty minutes or yeah, because school shouldn't take away from their their. In their this, casual time yeah. is this something that like a lot of people do is this something that like the school systems are encouraging families to do or is it like set up or are you guys just doing it because you all are plugged in on i just do it because i want to know what my kids do because this sounds like something that like a lot of people should do it, it oh, blows yeah. my right? mind because it's such a robust free platform yet all the time i get people asking or i see people asking in forums and stuff you know, how can I manage my kids on screen time? I'm like, right. Family Link does that because it, it also huh. gives you the ability to whitelist and blacklist. Mm-hmm. You you can set it up to where they can't go to a website without permission. So like when we first started Family Link, my, my daughter had a handful of sites that were whitelisted. And if she tried to go anywhere else, she couldn't. That's awesome. You know, and I mean, huh. it, it controls everything that your child is doing when they are logged in with their Google account. Yeah, right. So the, this extension thing isn't part of Family Link, correct? No, it, it's like they umbrellaed it under that when they did the original six. So because you have to use Family Link to set the Chromebook up. Right. And then when they go to the Chrome Web Store and try to install it, it, pop, it pops up, ask parent. They click that, and then you type in your fa- your password just like you would with any okay. other Family Link stuff. It's just uh-huh. not integrated into the app yet. You can't. You, you can't have to physically settings. be present to oh, put your okay, password okay. in. Okay, yeah. so they could they could probably turn that flip that yeah. switch. And, and I would hope that they they plan on it because, like I said, there are times where my daughter wants to install something, and there's just, I mean. 
my wife's busy or whatever, and I, I should be able to do that from my phone. Yeah, sure. Right. I get notifications. Both of my kids have a 10E now, so Braden's discovering apps, and I'm getting notifications all the time. He installed this, and I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's like my son went through a phase for a long time. He'd find a free, because those kids' games, yeah. they always link to more games. Yes. And so he'd, he'd, he'd click on something and be like, can I buy this? They're always free. Can I buy this? Can we buy this? Yeah. Yeah, sure, buddy. Look how much stuff I bought you. Look at all these things I've bought for you. Uh, well, very cool. Anything else, Gabe? Uh, I feel like that was the uh, that from, that was the that was article. The, the the meaty part of it, the official stuff. Like I said, there's a uh, there's some stuff that people have mentioned um, about USB support and stuff. So we're going to dig into it and get some details on out details out on the the bigger features, and then uncover some other stuff that that wasn't officially announced. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, so one other, one other quick Chrome OS thing. Um, um, we, we've got here, uh, I, I forget how to, is it Krita? Is that how you say it? I have no Cri- idea. Krita? That's how I'm saying it. Krita? Krita? Krita or Krita? Maybe Anywho. Let's go with Krita. Oh, were you asking me? I like, I, I like Krita. <laughs> let's Sounds go with good. Krita. So, uh, some of you might've heard of this app before. Um, this thing is, gosh, I feel like I've heard of this app for a long time. I'd never heard of it. Really? It's got a huge community around it. It's been in development maybe it's for a just long time. Maybe it's because I had messed around with Illustrator and stuff back in the day, so maybe... Well, here, here let's get the official out here before, because uh, I did not know this. Because maybe I was thinking of something else. It is Krita. Okay. Which is Swedish for crayon. Oh, that's oh, interesting. There you go. That's cool. There you go. And and Rita means to draw. Yeah. So when when was it originally launched? Like how long has it been around? I'm looking at I'm looking at the dictionary right now. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's been around for a long time. Yeah. It's been Anyhow. in development for a long time. Uh, 2005. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. So I, it originally, from what I read, um, started and they were going to GIMP, Photoshop kind of thing, um, and then they really pushed. I think in like 2014, 13, 15, thinking, something like that, yeah. um, to to making it the best painting yeah, tool available. Now you can do, you painting. can still do a lot of the Photoshop stuff in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and clearly just like any other app that's like this, I mean, open up GIMP and start trying to do something without learning. Like you, it, they're, what they're is very that intensive. That's, that's why there's whole college classes right. on certain programs. Right. Yeah. So yeah, the learning curve super steep. Uh, and the important fact here is the fact that the, these guys decided to build a desktop quality app, um, in Android, specifically targeted at tablets and Chromebooks. That's the big deal here. That's the big news. It's not so much that, oh, I think everybody should go use Krita because I have no idea exactly how it works or what it does. Um, you know, I, we, we took a pen and put it on screen, and it you know, lag is really good. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, that, that's as far as I can tell you is whether or not this is a good tool for you. And I can show you uh, things that other people who are skilled <laughs> artists have created that are mind-boggling. <laughs> that are insane, yeah. Um, so it's obviously a powerful tool. So I can put those two things together and then say, uh, the the really important thing from our perspective here is that this is the first time someone is taking a desktop app, so a Windows, Mac OS, Linux app that's on the desktop, and then turn and said, we want to put this on Chromebooks and we're going to leverage Android to do it. And so we're going to build a desktop quality app into Android thinking about 
Chromebooks yeah. first because it doesn't. You can't even get it on phones. That's right I, was, now. I was literally about to say. I pulled it up just to even see if I can yep. install it on my phone. Won't even. And they install. even said yeah. that in their in their press release. Like we're not making this for phones yet. Right. And because so maybe and, they and will, but thing. I don't know what you At would do with this. At the end of this. the day, we <laughs> draw the app. We draw this line between mobile apps and desktop apps. But the fact of the matter is, there's really no line there. They're developed differently, and they're developed for different architectures. But they're bits and pieces of software. So if you want to create a desktop right. class app that runs on Android or through Android or via Android, there's no reason that you can't. It's sure. just a matter of our developers willing to do it. Right, and th- there's been no incentive for them to do it no. prior. <laughs> right. You know, like right. So Android is 95% on phones. Why would you build a desktop class uh, photo slash right. paint editor that needs mouse support and all that stuff? And you need... You've got tiny UI elements all over the place because it's, again, it's meant to be on a big screen and with a mouse and keyboard. Like, look at Photoshop, look at Adobe Illustrator, look at these, you know, look at GIMP. You know, these things are not built with a tiny phone screen in mind. That's why you get these mobile versions of apps. So they're like, hey, we want to try to give you some of this on on the go on your phone. And and I I dogged a little bit on Photoshop uh, apps and stuff like that uh, because there's like three Photoshop apps and none of them even combined give you photoshop on on mobile experiences gives you little bits and pieces of what photoshop can do and so um you know their thinking there is well if we build this app for android the only people that are going to use it are on phones and that's been the prevailing wisdom even when android apps launched in 2016 on chromebooks we we've been talking about it ever since like one day you know, one day somebody will go, "Hey, here's Android, and we can use that platform to build, there, yeah. you know, to build an app." And it just hasn't happened, and now it has. Um, and, and it's a smaller design firm, you know. Uh, it's I, I think Krita is actually open source now. They haven't not gotten open like a project where people can contribute. Uh, yeah, and I, it is all yeah, this stuff, and it so it's it's just super interesting to see. Again, I don't think that you know millions of people are going to jump on using this on a Chromebook. It's more of a Hey, look! Someone did it. Like it can be done. So, and for, and for those that want it, here's here's the perfect thing to go use now. Right. Like and <laughs> so, the question then becomes: like software companies like Adobe that are much larger and have you know larger pockets, like, and have promised Chrome OS support for these apps. Like, where are you? Like, yeah. What what are you doing? Are you have you backed out of this? Are you not interested anymore? Or at this point with many, many more millions of people buying Chromebooks over the last few months. Are you interested now? You know, like, and what's so, it going to take? Right. <laughs> and so clearly, clearly you can take what you've built on Windows or Mac yeah. and build a similar thing this, for this Android. This smaller team here has done it. Right. So. And you can you can build it for Android and you can build it in such a way that says, hey, we're th- this is for tablets and this is for Chromebooks. And the Play Store can handle that differentiation. Like, all of those pieces are in place. It literally comes down to whether or not developers see the worth in building these things for Chromebooks. Right. And up until now, maybe, you know, the argument was there that it, that it wasn't, enough, it wasn't reasonable yeah. at, the, at that point. But right. it feels like it's becoming up to the point where, yeah, it is reasonable. Um, if you can build Photoshop, for instance, in Android and deploy it on Chromebooks, could you see a few million people subscribe to your service now? Probably. Yeah. You know, because people want to use Chrome OS and Chromebooks for most of their things. And they are like, ah, I've got to have Photoshop or whatever. So, you know, is it going to run well on most Chromebooks? Not on all Chromebooks. No, right. <laughs> those cheaper ones. No, but the people that are buying Chromebooks to do professional, they're not going to run on cheap 
laptops either. Exactly. That's, and yeah. so, but you know, you talk about the Samsung Galaxies and the, you know, the high-end Pixelbook Goes and some of these things that HP's announced. Like, all of a sudden, it's like, uh, yeah, it'll run perfectly fine on these on these hardwares. And so, uh, I don't know. It's interesting. It's an interesting uh, twist in in the whole Android because it feels like like the the momentum right now is behind PWAs. Um, and I I don't know if I'll write this up today, maybe over the weekend, but uh, like our favorite. Uh, vector design app um, uh, des- uh, Gravit designer has has shown up as uh, PWA now and so for the last few years since they launched the kind of a, uh, not just Gravit but Gravit designer um, it was um, a Chrome app like a packaged app and then you can just go and use it online and so I've always used the Chrome app and for the most part it, it's worked well and it hasn't had issue but there are times when for whatever reason the Chrome app would lag behind what the web app was doing and and the web app was always pretty close to working pretty well but the chrome app felt a little bit better and smoother and now they've packaged it as a true pwa um and so again this is just breaking down so many of those barriers and saying hey here's one code base here's where you go to get it you want to use grab it use it here whether you're on windows you're on mac you're on chrome os doesn't matter go install this pwa so you go to grab it Dot designer dot io, dot io oh, yeah, yeah. or oh. designer.gravit.io. I can't remember which order they're in, but you go there and you'll get the install prompt for the PWA. Click it, boom. Yeah. And the benefit for me, at least in using the last few days, I've been using the PWA. The benefit here is the all the uh, OAuth stuff and signing in with our because we use a, a single account for us to use here at Chrome Unboxed. Uh, the, the Chrome one constantly logged me out. Oh, yeah. Like, and I'd log in, log out, log in. And even the login prompt didn't quite use it the way it should. This one works. Like with my Chromebook, you know, it pulls up the, if I have the Chrome Unbox login, when it says, if even if I'm not logged in, I can just click my accounts that are on my Chromebook and just log in with that instead of having to go and type. And that sounds silly, but no, it, it just but always uh, felt like it was kind of broken. It's a little yeah. annoyance whenever yeah. you go to open and it this, up. Yeah. This feels uh, more natural. And... I was using it this morning to do a graphic, and it hit me. I was like, "Oh, I forgot this is this is the PWA." Yeah, I mean, I'm using the web version. I'm not using the Chrome version anymore. So, um, it, no real functional differences, and it still astounds me when I stop and think what you're capable of building this is, um, in this vector is, graphics in a web browser. Yeah, basically, um, it's it's pretty astonishing. So, so, like, why do you think it was that Krita decided to build the Android version instead of just building a PWA? Uh, it could be multiple factors. Be I don't a know. good interview. Yeah, it could be their it could be their code base. I mean, their code base may have made a lot more sense, and it may have, they may have looked at it and said, okay, it's going to be a whole lot easier for us to take either what the we Windows, have already, the, yeah, the Linux version probably, and just kind of port this over and, and make some tweaks uh, versus trying to rewrite all this stuff with web languages. Um, I don't even know that everything that they're doing is even. There may be some hindrances where they're like, hey. Web languages don't have this, this, and this that we use. And I it, it, it looks very clear to me that their idea was, hey, we want to port this over the whole thing. It's not like uh, a Part half version or, yeah. or three quarters of the way. It's the same It's the same application uh, that you're dealing with on Windows, Linux, Mac OS, and now Chrome OS. So um, yeah. that I, my guess would be that's, that's yeah. probably what's, what the hindrance was. And let's, so. let's reach out to them and ask them. That'd be a fun little interview. Because so, yeah. ultimately, you can look at uh, tools like Pixlr X, for instance, that are pretty darn powerful um, and, again, are completely web-based uh, applications and start to ask those same questions. So like, well, if they can do this, why couldn't you? And it right. may have just been a bridge too far. Like, they may even look at it and go, 
can't oh, yeah. do we, that. We yeah. 100% can do everything, yeah. but it would have taken us five more years right. to go rewrite our entire code base to make it work and yeah. with web languages. Right. Uh, that would be Because like guess. Designer or Gravit has been... It was built Basically built on the web, way. you know, yeah. and they've just tweaked it over time. Um, yeah, and Google th- did a thing years ago, um, SVG, or, uh, uh, SVG Edit. Um, yeah. They open sourced this thing and started, met, like Google Drawings, for instance, oh, was... Yeah. Um, I think based on SVG edit, but they made this open source thing and just we're just let people take it. And so there's an app called Vector, V-E-C-T-R, that is a fork of uh, okay. the original uh, SVG edit. Uh, there's multiple other little vector editors that not quite as full featured as Designer, uh, but you know they you, you can tell you start using them if you use because when I obviously I was scouring for these things early on with Chromebooks, I, I wanted to find a vector editor, and I would mess with it, and you know it was kind of uh, you know, janky a little bit, like the way you'd save a file or something, because it was kind of like it. It was built as a thing to test, and and hey, this is what's possible using CSS and JavaScript and HTML as far as manipulating uh, vectors on a page. Right. Here's what you can do, and and so it wasn't made like, hey, keep yeah. this and use it as a tool. But I was trying to, and that's what led me down the path of I, I tried using Vector for a little while. It's pretty good, and I think uh, somebody bought them. One, two, three, RF. I think bought Vector. Yes. Um, so I haven't messed with it in a while. It's probably come a long way since a bigger company bought them out. Um, I know since Corel bought uh, Gravit, it's it has improved rapidly since then because now it's got money, funding, teams. It's, you it's know. crazy. I mean, we use it every day. Yeah, and I, I was. Use, I've use been it using it for a couple of years, and I mean, from massive signage. I mean, for the festival, we we. Just huge signs like 10 12 foot signs graphics yeah. logo design Made. but then down to you know graphic design for websites and i mean little little featured images stuff that we do so many things I mean, that i thumbnails use thumbnails for, for youtube and i mean and we do it all in there between you know the the cloud nature of the software itself and the fact that i can click open and just open files we keep files in google drive like I can grab any Chromebook that's in this office. I, I can go to Best files. Buy. Yeah. If I had to go f- tweak a design and fix something, I could go to Best Buy, crack open a Chromebook, log in, and be working on a project within minutes. Yeah. I mean, it's it's mind-boggling. And the, that's the, the files, even the the files that you save, like that we save in a drive, are still like very small in comparison yeah. to, I feel like, some of the old design files that we used to have in Photoshop and Illustrator and stuff. Like, yeah, because it, it zips them by default. Yeah, and, and, it's and like, again, it's, it's all web languages. Some stuff up, yeah, it's keeping some stuff up in the cloud. and it's Man, it's crazy. Yeah, that's a nap. I was, going back to the Krita thing, I was just sitting here looking on my phone. Have you all seen this uh, iPad app? It's called uh, Procreate. Have you seen some of the drawings oh, people do yeah, on these yeah. things? Yeah. Like, I follow a bunch of tattoo artists, and a lot of them will do, like, they're doing their sketches now, like, in for Procreate. tattoos in this Procreate app, and spinning things around, and you, you have this little dial off on the side. Mm-hmm. And so, I was sitting and thinking, as as we were sitting here talking about this, I'm thinking about all these tablets now, that these Chromos tablets that are going to be coming, and something like the Duet. I mean, obviously, the, the Slate is perfect for this but it's you know i don't know i as it's gone on sale maybe more people have it but um but as more of these tablets keep coming like having an app like krita where you can do these very like legit drawings Mm -hmm. you know in very specific things like different shadings and all these different things that are way out of my league of of being able to draw something 
um, having an app like Krita that now they can do this stuff on. Like, I mean, you think about somebody who would, uh, you know, just to use a tattoo artist, for example, that is going to go buy, ha- have to go get the pro iPad, whatever, spend however much money on one of those. Right. They could maybe get, you know, a, uh, and I know iPad put in the little trackpad thing but it's not the same <laughs> folks it's not the same you can go get a duet for 280 bucks and it right. can be a full desktop when you need it to be you could send emails to clients and schedule stuff and have a full desktop environment and then you could pop it into tablet mode and have this crit app to do all your drawing like i just think there's like having more options and having more people building this type of i mean if you want to call it desktop class apps yeah just more options it's more options for more users yep and that's what we want <laughs> you yeah know? i mean ultimately <laughs> at, the end, of the, at day. the end of the day it's not about you know a one thing is what everyone needs to use but just more th- options yeah there's just more options more flexibility and that's what chrome os continues to do is like like right underneath of us it just keeps shifting and moving and growing and and we watch it do things that i'm like man the, i never would have thought that the this os thing would of be the future it. man it's the os of the future yep you know Google Google was on to something. Yeah. Luckily that, l- luckily just, they stuck with it. Luckily they stuck with it. <laughs> We've said on this podcast many times. It was uh what, 2015, kind of going into 2016. Robbie was gonna throw in the towel. He was done. <laughs> like I wasn't done using Chromebooks. I was just no, I, I felt like like the whole Chrome the unboxed whole, experience. Yeah, the whole thing might have just gone away. And so I was like, well, I'm just kind of readying myself for Maybe I'm going to be a Mac guy. I guess I don't know. <laughs> or, I remember. You, I remember you buying that Windows Surface, or what did you buy? Yeah, I you did went that. and bought some Windows, and you were all stoked about it, and yeah. it lasted a week, I think. I don't even think it lasted that long. Yeah, what was I, that? You I bought a Surface at some point working yeah. for HCC. Yeah, I, and I yeah. thought, well, you know, for I'll, I'll use a Chromebook on the side, and you know, and, and this will be work, my work you know, thing, like, you know, because yeah. I want to be able to. You know, you, you tell yourself that, oh, in order to be, you know, whatever, I need to have, I need to be using like Illustrator or something like that, you know, and, and, and to be fair, you know, Gravit was, Early, I, there yeah. were still times where I'd run into issues with files or this yeah. wouldn't save or it would crash or something, yeah. but, you know, kind of got through that and, you know, some of the software and especially web-based software has come along so far since then that it, I don't have to worry about that yeah. stuff anymore. Yeah. And I don't, that's, that's cool because that means other people thinking about getting a Chromebook and using it for professional uses don't, don't have, have to worry to think about, about it as yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, early on it, there were some, there were some tough times. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, let's talk about one other quick thing before we wrap up here. And that is a, uh, a giveaway that we're doing. Um, we had one other thing to talk about, but we're going to have to save it. Cause I know it's not going to be a short conversation <laughs> messages, encryption. And yeah, we'll talk about that next week. It's not like it's that timely. All that, all that jazz. I see Robbie's eyes starting to. Yeah, we can't get into that now. He's, <laughs> but just po- as a foretaste, I'm, po- I'm poking no, the bear. No, 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 no. Derail the train. Come on, I'm, go on, poking, go on. I'm poking the bear. Just here. as a foretaste, though, for next week, we'll we'll talk about this and just this idea that uh, it looks like end-to-end encryption is coming for messages for RCS uh, messages mm-hmm. via Google's uh, Android Messages app. Um, and while that's exciting, there's still much work that needs to be done to um, create the sort of messaging experience I think a lot of people are still looking for yeah. on Android yeah. compared to iMessage on Apple yeah. stuff. 
Yep. That's all I'll say. Yep. So let's talk about this giveaway real quick. Uh, we, we could have mentioned it up top, but I forgot about it, so I circled it on my notes here. <laughs> I was going to mention <laughs> it, was, and then I forgot. I was going to mention it, and then I didn't. Um, so as part of our launch of Gaming Unboxed, we are really excited to have partnered up with the folks over at uh, uh, CTL. I almost said TCL. I'm like, that's not right. Different company. That's a, that's they a, make TVs that's and phones. That's a TV. Yeah. Yeah, Dope yeah, looking phone they got coming yeah, out the phone's there. Cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we've partnered with the folks over at CTL. If you're not familiar with this brand, they're relatively new. No, no they've been around. They've been around. They're just they're in a they're in a very niche space. So your average consumer probably hasn't heard of them, but they have been the leader in. Chrome OS, Enterprise, and EDU for better part of 20 years, I think. Shows, shows how much I know. Yeah, I, so. I think I've just become more familiar with them as you know we've done more stuff. Because like, I just yeah. I had never heard of that brand. Yeah, in our early days, uh, I, I got connected with the uh, CEO, Eric uh, Stromquist, and he is, a, he is just a great guy. They're out on the West Coast in the uh, Portland area, and they're just – they do the, – I mean, they sell to consumers, but they do mostly educational mm-hmm. devices. Uh, they do white glove deployment, uh, Chrome Enterprise management license, all that stuff, but they sell a wide range of products, and they've got some really great devices. And if you're buying a Chromebox – I mean, people razz me about this all the time, but their Chromebox is no, but no, no different than any of the other manufacturers. They're all built on the same platforms, the same boards and stuff, and theirs are cheaper, and they're good. I yeah. mean, they do the exact same thing that everybody else does, but they'll even put a custom skin on it, which yeah. is dope. So, so we've got one sitting right over here uh, on our shelf. That has gotten very messy, guys. What is happening over there? Not the Chromebox. The oh my shelf. gosh! The shelf yeah, is the messy. shelf. Jeez Louise! It's like it just it it went off the rails and then it just it crashed. That, that entire is, that corner is just. <laughs> This is bad, uh, but it's the Chrome, the Chrome box that's sitting up there looks just amazing. So they hooked us up with, uh, is this a specific paint job for Chrome Unboxer? Is this a paint job that other people could go get if they? Yeah, wanted you it? could get this if you wanted. Uh, this was the one that we picked. Um, would have been cool if they had a green to match the site. Yeah. But anyways, this is the one we picked just because it looked cool. Uh, but it is they are calling it a special edition chrome unboxed chromebox so yeah. their base celeron comes with four gigs of ram and 128 gigs of storage which is four times what you get from the other guys but they've slapped some extra ram in this and it's got it has the custom paint job on it and i mean this we've we've what was the octane on the thing yeah, 17 <laughs> so as far as stadia i mean i played touring test on it which is a very graphics and again it's stadia it doesn't matter it runs great. This thing yeah. will run Linux apps. It, it, it is a great desktop device, and yeah. we're giving some away to you guys. Yeah, so we're gonna be um, we're gonna be picking our first winner uh, a week from today. Yep, next Friday. So we'll talk about it on next week's podcast as well. But if you would like to go get entered to win, uh, go on the website. Um, I think what what what's the best way for them to search it? Probably Gaming Unbox because you put Gaming Unbox in the title. I do believe. <laughs> If you say search gaming unboxed or uh, go on YouTube and find the video that we did. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's one of the recent videos we've done. Yeah, we'll link. We'll obviously link the giveaway in the show notes. 
But you can uh, you can go get entered to win, and we're kind of doing this one similar to what we did with the uh, 100K giveaway. So if you get entered to win and you don't win the first one on June 5th, yeah. you're eligible for the next one. Yeah, because we're going to wait one a week for the yeah. entire month of June. So yeah. This is yeah, and these things are just they're just cool. Um, you know, obviously you can use it to play Stadia, but it's just a cool thing, and we just wanted to do a little giveaway to ramp up for. Uh, for uh, Gaming Unboxed. I was waiting for someone to say, oh, hey, you know, Gaming Unboxed, it's all about getting outside of the console and you're giving away a Chromebooks. (laughs) (laughs) It's not... Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So what? It's it's other boxes. Well, if you win, if that person wins, they can forfeit their prize. (laughs) There you go. <laughs> there is no cash option. That's right. Sorry. <laughs> I don't even know if anyone has said that. It's just something no. that I was thinking about because, you know, I'm weird. But uh, but yeah, so no, this 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 thing is really cool and, and very, very thankful uh, for the folks over at CTL for hooking us up with the with some of these to do a giveaway with. They're great, great devices and like uh, like Gabe said, they've they've upgraded these things for us and the paint job is cool, look awesome on a desk. Uh, if you want to use it for, for work, you could do that. Something to have at the house, you could do that. I mean, great little device if you're if you're working from home. Great little work from home device. So yeah, we're just really excited about that, and we're going to be giving away four of them. So go enter to win. We'll link it down in the show notes. You can find it over on the website. We did a little video over on the YouTube channel. Gabriel made an appearance. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, go check that stuff out. Really excited about that. Um. Anything else? Anything else, guys? I don't know. I think that's it. I think that's all. One, we were, mi- one minute shy of twelve o'clock. Yeah, so there we, you were, go. <laughs> we were gonna we were gonna talk about messages, but we'll save it. We'll save it. Yeah, because yeah. I yeah I can't talk yeah, about that yeah, in like yeah, five yeah. minutes. That's right. So, folks, thanks so much for listening. As always, we really appreciate you all tuning in and listening to us ramble, talk intelligently, whatever whatever you want to say. Um, we love this stuff, and we hope that you will go check out our new website, gamingunbox.com very excited to get that one out the door we've been working on it during our quarantine and really excited to finally get everything all together get that out on the web gamingunboxed.com.com gaming.com it's a new extension oh boy gamingunboxed.com go check it out all right folks thanks so much for tuning in we'll catch you next week see you Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. You can find show notes over at chromeunbox.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to stay up to date with everything that's happening in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, make sure to check out our website, chromeunboxed.com, and follow us on social media by searching for at Chrome Unboxed. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.